welcome everybody this is uh, going to be our second episode for pep talks with rahul and today is with us we have nick with us who is the person who understood me like okay books can really change your life in such a way that it can also motivate you to do something in your personal life because nick basically focuses into the personal life area like the books which are going to help you to become more better human being uh, when it comes to your scheduling your daily life your motivation your inspiration and other stuff as well so i would love to welcome nick over here thank you very much nick for joining rahul thank you so much i'm excited to be here and excited to be guest number 2 for your podcast <laughs> thank you very much thank you very much actually in between of the covid time we didn't do anything because we were so much stuck with the other stuff so that is why we just make it a pause so my first question to you will be nick i have seen like you almost uh, update every day like you know with new books with new things and there is lot of stuff so what was the first time when you like read your first book like in which age or if there is any story you would like to tell us that will be wonderful sure so when i was growing up i was never a reader uh when i was in i guess in the us we call it middle school high school early college sort of from the ages of like 12 all the way up until 20 i never read any books i was not interested in reading i was interested in business and entrepreneurship I was interested in management, marketing and sales, but I wasn't interested in reading as a form of education. I thought it was boring. I thought there were better and more efficient ways to learn, so I didn't read. But I took an internship, I, you know, between my junior and senior year of college, so around the age of 20 or 21 years old. And my sales mentor at the time introduced me to podcasting. Okay. And so I had about an hour commute driving to and from the internship every day. and so i started listening to a lot of podcasts uh -huh. and what i realized was all of these podcasts talked about books they all had their favorite books the books that changed their lives sometimes they were focused on authors talking about their books and i thought wow all of these people are so successful they're all reading books there must be something there and i want to figure out what it is so i quickly transitioned over to reading i drove over to a local bookstore called barnes noble and i picked out some of the best selling books that i'd heard about on the podcast okay and the first one that i read was rich dad poor dad by robert kiyosaki and in that book kiyosaki taught me that you know the reason why poor and middle class people stay poor is because you don't learn money in school which is an even playing field you learn money at home from either poor or middle class parents if you really want to learn how money works you need to learn from rich people and if they're not at home and they're not in school you have to learn from them through books and so after that i read a lot of books on personal finance and investing and i quickly went from somebody who would shy away from those conversations to somebody who was leading them and that happened very fast because i was able to condense decades of information in the books True. into just days of reading and so that was the first kind of story as to how i got into reading and now i've been reading for about 6 or 7 years that's that's amazing actually i am also into reading for a very long time i think there is just one thing in common we both have some books like you know background <laughs> yes <laughs> but 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 apart from you i i try to focus in fictions as well i recently read a book from the japanese author from uh, murakami i think you know 
like murakami is one of mm-hmm. the like a uh, great author from japan and uh, i love the book like it's called putnik sweetheart as well and talking about rich dad poor dad i am into been you know entrepreneurship for past 4 years and right now we have like multiple companies over here as well and i think um, i started reading uh, rich dad poor dad at the very initial days of my journey and i'm sure like you know it motivate us in the same way because books are such a powerful thing it uh, doesn't understand any passport doesn't understand any other yeah. human being it just it just goes inside you right yeah so, that's one of the best parts of of being an internet entrepreneur is that it doesn't matter who you are how old you are what you look like what ethnicity you are what language you speak books can teach you and internet entrepreneurship and starting businesses from behind a computer is available to anybody and that's really that's a really positive thing very true very true uh rick there is one thing that i wanted to like you know whenever i check your profile I I always wonder like you know how do you manage to keep up reading on a such a great pace you know like you are just coming that okay this is the book that I read today then there is the stories like uh, each and every day new books and new books so how you manage to read like to, do you go through the complete entire book or do you pin, pinpoint some of the points that you feel okay this is the portion I should read and apart from this portion I will avoid the other section like what is your procedure Yeah, I I I change my approach to reading all the time. For the first couple of years, I read every single word of every single book. Mm. And then I listened to a podcast between Tim Ferriss and Ryan Holiday and they talk about something called the rule of 100. So you take the number 100, you subtract your age, and that's how many pages you have to read before you can say, is this book worth finishing? Or should I give up on it? Skip to the end. Just read the sections I'm interested in. Amazing. So the older you get, the less you have to read because you're getting wiser. And they say, "Listen, life is too short to read a bad book." So in terms of Instagram, um, for the books that I do video reviews for, or anything that I'm saying, "Hey, I read this book," I'm reading every single word of every single page most of the time. I would say in 80% of scenarios. And then sometimes for picture posts, we're just trying to get a diverse number of books out there. not every single book we've read uh, but i over the last 7 years i've read 400 books cover to cover and uh <laughs> so when i started book thinkers i had hundreds of books already that i had read so i'm able to keep up with the pace it doesn't mean that i read the book yesterday but maybe it meant it means i read the book a couple years ago and i still have good notes from it okay okay so uh, in in artistic journey always we find out that there is a gap like you know where we call it's a creative gap that people take like the painters the authors that take a creative gap and that gap is so uncertain like it you know differs for people to people for some people it can be weeks for some people it can be a decade as well so have you ever noticed any gap as such in your journey like uh, today is i am not in the mood like you know to read and like i, I have and read any book for like a month or anything such that like you know do you recall anything such yeah there there has never been a time over the last 7 years that i've gone more than a few days without reading but the method in which i consume information will sometimes change so there've definitely been periods of time where i get burned out from reading physical books and i'll switch to audio or kindle and then there are periods of time you know years where i haven't read a kindle book or months where i haven't listened to an audiobook but i would say there's only been maybe a couple periods of a couple weeks where i haven't read a physical book and uh, i 
there's a great quote from the book WTF Willing to Fail by Brian Scudamore where he says that people often reverse this. They think that consistency comes from an underlying passion. Like you have to love books to get into it and be consistent. But for me, it was the opposite. And he says it's the opposite for most people that passion actually comes from consistency. So you have to be willing to do the hard work, even if you're not motivated. And if you push through, if you get through that gap that you're talking about, the dip in motivation, the gap in motivation, on the other side, you can form a passion. And so what's happened with me is I was not a reader. I didn't love reading, but I forced myself to read. And now I'm passionate enough that I don't think I'll ever stop reading. Um, who knows? I'm only seven years into the journey. Maybe in year 15, I'll say, I'm never reading another book again. But <laughs> for now, uh, for now, I just, I'm addicted to the information. I'm so curious. I love, I love reading and learning. So do you have any plan, like, you know, to come up with your book soon? Like, you know, do you have any plan for that? Like, you know, as you have yes. read like so much books, so I am sure like you are going to like, you know, uh, put your name also on the shelf and that, okay. <laughs> so do you have any plan for that? I do. I do. Yes. So I've been working on and off. Uh, I've had big gaps with this project. I've been working on and off for my book. Uh, or on my book for the last nine months. So I started in March and I'm going to finish the first draft by the end of this month, December is when we're recording this. And so I'll have the first draft done and then it's going to go through some revisions through the first half of next year and it'll come out sometime in the second half of 2022. So right now, and, and this is subject to change, so we'll see if I watch this back how much it changes, but I'm thinking of calling the book The Reading Revolution And the whole idea behind this revolution is moving from reading as a form of entertainment to reading as a form of education. Because a lot of people use nonfiction and personal development books, which I love, um, as forms of entertainment. They read these books, but they don't create any real behavior change in their lives. And I don't like that. I mean, I read these books, I implement them. People say books like The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss are impossible to implement, but I implemented it and now I've worked from a dozen countries over the last couple of years for up to three months at a time, only just a few hours a day sometimes and getting my business done. Why? Because I implemented everything I could from the book. So I think that these books, they have the, the ability to close the gap between where we want to be and who we want to become. And after reading 400 of them, there are things that I wish I knew at the beginning of the journey, like how to choose the right book, how to read with intention, how to take effective notes how to implement what you're learning, how to track your activity, how to create accountability for yourself, how to view the, the landscape of what's possible. And so these are the things that I'm writing about. And I want it to be an introduction to personal development. I want it to be an introduction to implementation and behavior change. And it will be a great complement for any other book. So if you want to read the four hour work week, you better know everything that I want to teach you before you read it so that you can get the most out of it. Right. Otherwise, so it's not going to cannibalize anything. It'll just, it'll assist people. Yeah. So, so we will be waiting for that book definitely. And I hope I'm going to give get a signed copy, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, you will. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, tell me, uh, you have been uh, studying personal development books so many. Uh, so you might notice like, you know, there are people who are going to mental health issues like depression, anxiety, phobia for some cases. Uh, they sometimes comes to you for your health, right? Like, you know, you they ask for your suggestions. 
question like nick what are the books that you will suggest like my daughter is suffering from a depression or like my son is suffering from depression so what are the thing that you suggest them like this is going to be a first question and i want to uh, give you my second question at this time as well like you mentioned how to choose the book so what is the procedure that you follow to choose the book sure so to answer the first question I've read 400 books on so many different subjects so I always have great resources. And for people that are suffering with anxiety or depression, there's actually a member of my team, his name is Luke, who has read dozens and dozens of books on these subjects. And so most of the time I actually have Luke come in and answer those <laughs> questions for me because those aren't subjects that I know that much about. There are some basic personal development and self-help books that are very good for anxiety and depression like the four agreements. by Don Miguel Ruiz which helps you kind of look at humanity from an external level and start to think about your behavior and and how society has conditioned you to think and act certain ways and there's a lot of aha moments in that book and I think it's a very healthy beginner book for somebody dealing with any kind of darkness and then there are books like the daily stoic or meditations by Marcus Aurelius that deal with those subjects in a very actionable way So they're not scientific in terms of describing what's happening in your brain, but their philosophies on how you can get more joy out of life. So those are some of the books that I recommend typically and then I default to Luke on a lot of those other subjects. And then to answer your second question, whenever I'm choosing a book, I do a few things. I always go to a few places. Number 1, mentors. People who have done what I want to do and they've done it really well. So If somebody is is great in a certain area of entrepreneurship, I'll go to them and I'll ask for book recommendations rather than just Google it. If I can't find anybody that's dealt with the situation that I that I'm dealing with, then I will go online and I'll research, I'll read blog posts, I'll go to Amazon, I'll read reviews, I'll go to a book that I know is is good and I'll look for books just like this. Amazon has some good recommendation tools or I'll go on to Bookstagram and I'll ask my community or I'll ask the other bookstagrammers that exist out there and normally at the end of that I'll have a couple good choices and then I'll do a little bit more research on them so that's how I choose these books and I try to be very clear on my intention if my intention is to lose 5 pounds you don't want to read a book that's not related to that you want to read a book and review your intention every time you open it so that you're looking for things that you can actually implement rather than just fun quotes or random research studies you're looking for things that you can implement. So if your goal is to lose 5 pounds, every time you open up that book, you go, "Today I'm going to find something that will help me lose 5 pounds." And then read, and at the end of the chapter go, "Did I find anything that will help me lose 5 pounds?" And so that can work for anxiety and depression, it can work for entrepreneurship, business marketing, sales, it can work for almost any area of your life. And that's kind of how I read and choose the books. perfect i will definitely keep that thing next time and i i, I do follow good reads as well because i find like like there are a lot of people who are talking about books there and okay i am from india so um, have you ever been to this part of the country i mean the world like have you been to india ever not yet but uh there is a big portion of my following that's from india so i definitely want to visit india and uh i talked to my girlfriend rachel about it all the time we say we want to come do a month in india or something like that so not next year but maybe the year after that i'd like to get out okay um, brother you don't need, you know you don't need to book the hotel my entire flat is like here you guys can come over here 
you're welcome perfect <laughs> so, i appreciate that thank you <laughs> so tell me uh, is there any indian author whose name is coming over to your mind like have you ever gone through any indian books or any books from india yeah i read autobiography of a yogi by paramahansa mm-hmm. yogananda and i really enjoyed that book after reading steve jobs by walter isaacson which is a biography about steve jobs' life he spent some time in india and he gifted that book to a lot of people so i read it and uh, i really 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 enjoyed it perfect 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 and uh, we are about to like end to the podcast so there is one thing uh, i wanted to ask you like you know sometimes i also think of like okay i should uh, come up with something where i can talk about books or like uh, i should come on the internet and talk about write about blogs on it or like coming to the instagram as well as you have like done massive on the instagram and i was actually uh, one night i was like shuffling around and i saw your post and i just instantly became your follower by then so what will be your suggestion like you know the people who are uh, aspiring like you know they want to become a book reviewer uh, in the future and what will be the platform that you suggest them to their for their growth and what will be their like you know kind of a business model like they should follow for their success like you know according to your experience what are the mistakes that uh, you have done and they should avoid sure why well, I, i think instagram is the best platform for it because instagram has a lot of discovery tools and it's always staying up on social trends so snapchat comes out instagram ads stories or you know tiktok comes out instagram ads reels it's always going to be a relevant platform and i don't think it's going to go anywhere So I think Instagram's a gl- uh, a great platform for it and I would recommend to start posting content on a daily basis. Simply document what you're reading. Don't try to create content. Just document what you're doing. When you when you're reading a book and you like something, snap a picture of it and post it on your story. When you finish reading a book, get behind the camera. Video content is the easiest way to differentiate yourself. A lot of people are out there using platforms like Canva to create six reasons why you should read rich dad poor dad and and there's nothing original about that style of posting yes it provides value yes you can get a big audience but it's not the fastest way to get a big audience the fastest way to get a big audience is to differentiate yourself to form a relationship with your followers and video content creates affinity it allows you to build a relationship with somebody that's why on the news you see talking heads instead of just text on the screen right sure. it's because you build a relationship with those newscasters those podcasters and you'll come back for more you start to trust those people so post video content yes sprinkle in a little bit of the canva style digital images but video is where is is the you know video is king in the long run and uh in terms of monetizing it and turning it into a business if you have an audience who's going to want to be in front of that audience authors why because they're trying to sell books excuse me so um yeah authors and publishers are going to pay you to get in front of that audience you know like an indian author like gorgopaldas or somebody like that is going to say hey listen rahul has 10,000 followers they all love reading books i'm going to pay him 50 US, 100 US, 5000 US, anywhere in between to post about this book for the next couple of months because his followers watch his content, his followers engage with his content, then they'll buy my book. And so that's how you can monetize. 
And then you can start to grow and write your own books like me and start to sell complimentary products on how to read and retain information like I'm about to do. So there's so many ways you can branch off once you have an audience. That's the most important thing to do. So um, it was such a like, you know, wonderful conversation. I'm sure the people who listened it or going to listen it are definitely going to be like, you know, feeling very much worth of it because we talked about three things today. One is book, another is book and another is book. <laughs> <laughs> so again, thank you very much, Nick. I'm going to pause the recording right now. Stop.